Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have my bestie here in my living room, Tina Constas. Hi. Thanks for coming, Tina. Thank you for having me. She drove to my place. I am wearing the same outfit I've been wearing for about a month. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt. You're wearing your black uniform that's always looking hot. Thanks. I'm wearing some fucking stained up outfit. Thanks, yeah. My legs aren't shaved still. I have welts all over my... I fell up the stairs yesterday. Up the stairs. It's like a drunk move up the stairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have a lot to talk about. Uh, let's. I just want to start here. This is what we were just talking about. I am seeing... And I'm sure I've said this before on the podcast. So everyone's going to be like, yeah, we know. But <laughs> I am. I can be a really huge cunt. <laughs> I just like... It's funny because as a quote unquote healer, an open hearted person, like... You know what I mean? You almost get lost in that where you're like, oh, butterflies and rainbows. And like, it's funny because Tina, I won't mention any names, uh, met one of my comedian friends this past weekend. And he, and he said something to, to Tina like, oh, yeah, Kate's just so positive and vulnerable and like just didn't see, like and that's true. That That's a big side of me. But there's also a really big side that's very dark, fucked up, has all the mean thoughts and I think maybe I'm not expressing enough. Yeah, I was really taken aback by that statement by this person, just because you're my best friend. So it's like, I love how Kate's so positive and she's so vulnerable. And I'm thinking about the majority of our conversations is like, I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, 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 totally. It's exactly how we live our lives. But like, it's funny. And this, it relates to me and you, why we're so close is as much because I have the Chelsea Handler. I know you do too. I have a Chelsea Handler part of me big time. That's just like, fuck everybody. Fuck this. Like anger issues cannot take all the maniacs in life. I don't know if it's an anger issue. It's a lack of bullshit. I'm a big fan of Chelsea over here. I don't I think she's her. angry. I think she's just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to deal with that at all. Maybe I I have anger. So um, my bad, Chelsea. Um, (laughs) I'm projecting. But uh, no, I love her no bullshit thing. And you and I have that. But at the same time, and I don't want to speak for you, but I believe this about you. We're also really kind people. Like we never try to hurt anyone, you know. So so I and I do try to be positive in the sense of I've been through a lot of dark, fucked up shit. And I keep trying to find the light and and doing good with it. Yeah, I think we're super kind people. I think that that's what people are seeing sometimes that they take us as kind people. I think that we both come off as extremely approachable, which is different in this phase of our lives and earlier phases of our lives when people definitely thought I was a huge bitch. Now it's funny because 
I find it in like social media commenting. Anyone feels welcome to comment on my social media. And that feels adorable to me that like the girl from high school thinks that she's cool enough with me to say what the fuck ever. And it's because I'm making myself seem more approachable, which is nice. It feels genuine. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, my my brother has described me (laughs) in the past as being one of the mean girls (laughs) in high school, which is not how I saw myself, you know, because on the inside, I was struggling with my own shit. And I guess any popularity shit I had was just a defense mechanism to look strong strong and stable yeah and not I think how when he i broke was that feeling. open for you it was like huge right yeah like when he told you that you came off as a mean girl it was hard to yeah, hear because it. it was all defensive it was all you just trying to keep that social status which is such a different phase of life than we're at right now yeah now but you know it's interesting totally different i'm not trying to keep any social status yeah, no me neither but at the same time i'm still not trying to be friends with everyone but from a different place where i'm like i only have so much energy and i only really vibe out with so many people and you know it's 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 coming from a different place yeah it's like i've got a hundred bucks i can only spend a hundred bucks with these people like i can't just give everybody a dollar like i'm not down for that but the guilt that comes up too from just taking care of yourself and saying no you know what i mean like and i know this kind of leads into the other thing i wanted to get into with you which is our no deal fuck yeah thing no deal which means you want to describe no deal No deal is like when you get to call no fucking way like, oh, maybe I'll hit you up and we can do something, but there's no time attached. There's no date attached. There's no anything attached like maybe or like, yeah, 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 we'll talk like no, dude, no fucking deal. I'd rather not talk to you than just leave this in the air forever. Yeah, no deal. First of all, we have to shout out James Harvey Hedges. Yeah, James Hedges, you're the man. Our good friend who started the no deal. Like, (laughs) I can't even tell the details of it. Yeah, can you tell him the car details? (laughs) It's so good. Well, this is what happened. I was in, years ago, I was in some shitty guy situation, which was ridiculous. And I wish I could tell the whole story. Because anyone who thinks I have my life together, all I'd have to do is tell you this story. And you'd be like, Kate's a wreck. So I was in some wrecked up shit and James uh, said to me, he was like, and he's so great because he's this, he's a neuroscientist who a says things, a data scientist. A data scientist. He was now. one in yeah, college yeah, yeah. though. He was yeah. at the time, I guess, well, whatever. At the time, I think he was getting his degree in neuroscience. So he has a way of delivering in a very flat way. And he was just like, yo, just tell him no deal. <laughs> and he's like, you go to a car dealership. You have a certain amount of money. You tell them the car you're looking for. They offer you a shitty car and you literally just go, no deal. And it was like so simply put. And I couldn't. First of all, it's taken me. That's probably like five, six yeah, years ago. Yeah, me too. I was like, I was still friends with you then. The no deal thing happened for me when it happened for you through James as well. And I feel like we're just figuring out how to no deal. Yes. Because like I said to him, I'm like, easy to say. Yeah. Like when you have fucking self-worth issues and you're just so <laughs> thirsty for connection, you can't say no deal yet. But you and I are finally getting to a place yes. where like no deal like no like, i'd rather be by myself yes. than hang out with this deal it's a shitty deal it's a shitty deal and i'm just seeing like how many people and it's not even their fault in a way it's like they've got accustomed to their own shitty deals and they've learned that they can get what they want by acting in a certain shitty way so how do they know and i'm not saying i'm perfect because i'm seeing so much of my shittiness so trust me people can no deal me you know and that's fair but Yeah, Tina and I are both in in the no bullshit way. It's just like, yeah, no deal. What are some no deal setups? 
let's go into work, a workplace example. I literally, because Tina had me, when we talked about No Deal, she's like, yo, you should write a rap song about this. That's true, you should. All the scenarios that are no fucking deal. And I did. Right, so work scenario. Okay, work scenario. So you're at work and your boss wants you to stay extra all the time without giving you extra pay. And you feel like you have to say yes or you'll lose the job. Right. Eventually, you need to step up your self-worth and be like, yo, I'm not going to get treated like shit. Like, I'm going to tell my boss, yo, I'm not going to do like double the amount of work for no extra money. Like, no deal. And it's scary because you don't know what's going to happen. But that's a no deal. It's always scary to stand up to people who are paying you. That's like one of the scariest things to have to do. I have a situation like that right now. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm a designer and... I am the doing- best in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Like, She's- check her out. What's your uh, Instagram for the interior? At Tina.Constas, K-O-N-S-T-A-S. Thank you. But that's not where it's going I'm not even that. bullshitting, though. <laughs> Girl, you. I ain't bullshitting. Thank you. Thank you. But. And she got that ass, too. That's Sorry. also on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. That's when you times, had a point. That's when times get really fucking tough. I've always got that in my back pocket. I want you to know how many times I've thought about that. And I'm sure you have too. I'm sure that Kate has also thought about this. If we get low on our dough, <laughs> fucking Instagram those bodies, girl. That is the funniest. I mean, I guess like, I mean, it's never gotten there, but I would. Oh, my friend Jeremy is always like, girl, like shit gets weird. Just Instagram that ass. Like, just how would you make money off of that, though? I think that you get like stupid. You start promoing stupid shit. That's why girls are like pushing 50s. That's how they do that. And they make money off of that. Or you start wearing oh. certain people. Yeah. Oh, Kate's like interested. No, I'm not. I just <laughs> Kate just owed. I just like, I guess that's obvious. But like. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I have didn't one put friend, it together. I have one friend that like they do like it to know or some shit like that where like anything she's wearing, you can click on the tag. And if they can tell that you bought it through her, she makes That kind of sounds awful to be honest. Oh, it's, that's, that why, sound, yeah. that's why we would never that's do why it. It's, it's fucking. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why it's a backup because it's fucking awful. But um. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a designer and the point here is is that I got hired to do this restaurant and they're obsessed with a certain uh, pattern scale designer mad hatter looking thing and there's a barnyard sale for this thing but they're going to be on vacation during the barnyard sale and now they ask me well they kind of just mentioned they're like hey well we're going to be away so like would you uh, go to that for us and I'm like where is it and they're like it's about six hours away Whoa. and I was like what do you have to do? They're like, well, you have to get there at 6 a.m. and get online. It's about a three-hour line. Bring a buddy in case you have to go to the bathroom. And I'm fucking sweating because I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. How am I supposed to say no to this? And they're like, when we go, we usually get a hotel room. And I had to take a deep breath and no deal these people that pay me. And it was horrifying. Like I had to be like, I will happily do that, but that is outside of my scope. I would need you to pay for my accommodations. I'd need you to pay for my travel, and I would need you to pay for my time there. And well, of course, say. they said no. Right. But they are trying to dick me into going, yeah. and that is like the first like no deal. Like that is one of the first adult no deals I ever just like laid down by people who were paying me, and it was really scary. Yeah, and and people will get away with, unfortunately, what they can. Not everyone will ask for things like that. But, you know, and you and I have been saying this for years. Rich people do it a lot. Rich people. Well, very entitled behavior. Yeah, rich people do some crazy shit like that. But you and I have talked about this for a long time, about being your own CEO. Like, you are the CEO of your business. You get to say what you're okay with and what you're not. But the guilt that comes up 
from setting those boundaries is insane. And you and I are both experiencing that lately. Like we'll, we'll say no or say, well, you know, is this too assertive? Should I not, you know, say it like that? Should I be a little nicer? Should I like be assertive, but then end it with like a thank you. Yeah. Being assertive in relationships that you're saying in personal relationships, friendships or or sexual relationships. All of it. All of it. Even in the business thing. Like you yeah. stand up for yourself and then immediately this guilt rushes up. Yeah. Like, oh, do they think I'm a bitch? Was like, I just too mean? I think it's like what we always get back to no matter what, even romantic or just regular life. Like it's a self-worth issue. Am I worth saying? Am I strong enough? And Am I still going to be liked if I say no? Yeah. Are they still going to like me if I say no? And that's fucking hard. Super hard. All right. Another no deal. You want another one? I want another I feel like one. it's your turn. Is it my turn? Yeah. I did the work thing. I did the work thing. You did the work thing. So how about friendship no deals? I think those are even harder than romantic no deals. Oh, man. That's a fucking hard one. Um, I'll give an example. This is really brutal. This was years ago. <laughs> I can't you give have details. A good friend. You have You're a good friend. You're going to know okay, who this is. Shit. I won't say it. And I wish I could give details, but like it would be murderous. Yeah. Um, look, I said that. So like, it would be murderous. And I so want to tell you. I got I so. Tell all you guys. 16. Guys, you would not believe what this fucking girl said. You would be like, what? And I'd be like, I oh, know. Um, <laughs> That's how we talk to each other when no one's listening. <laughs> Tina. Tina. Um, so I, this has actually happened to, couple times but I'm talking about a specific person there was this one person I was really close with and she was getting herself into like bullshit stuff like but that I've gotten myself into so I'm not trying to talk shit but she was getting herself into a similar situation over and over and wanted to keep talking to me about it but didn't want to hear my actual thoughts or opinions do you get what I'm saying? Like, yes. And this was like years where she'd get into something that was like pretty horrendous. And what 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 kind of? She was dating a maniac. Okay. And he was a maniac. Is this about me? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I wish I was that funny and smart. To I, have was done like, that. I was like, yeah. oh my god, it's all about going? you. I'm like, Tina, what do I say to her? Yeah. I want she- out. <laughs> The maniac part came in. I was like, you've dated a maniac, but the difference, and so have I. The difference is that we say it. So like when you've dated your maniacs, I didn't have to break it to you. (laughs) You did once, actually. Did I? Tell me. Wait, tell me. Oh, God. I I had my armpit sweating. Nice. (laughs) Sorry. Keep going. I was in college. Uh, I was getting my second BFA, and I remember exactly where I was standing. I was in in the library, (laughs) and and, uh, I, I call Kate, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm really just feeling like he's right and I should give him a little bit more space. And it really was my fault. Like, I remember legitimately saying these things out loud. Like, now I had been brainwashed. Now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and you know what? Like, maybe it was my fault and maybe I was a little too hard on him. Maybe I should give him a little bit of space. And I stopped talking and the phone just went like silent for five seconds. And you were like, yo, like... <laughs> Just yo, yo girl, you yo girled me. Like, this is not good. This is not right. You sound like, you literally said you sound like you're brainwashed. You sound like you're in a cult. You sound like this person has really gotten in your head. And I think I got mad at you. I'm pretty sure I got mad at you in that moment. And then quickly, like quick turnaround, half hour later, I was like, no, she's totally fucking right. Thank God. Thank God I have somebody to say that to me though. It was a scary moment. Because I think in that moment I was like, do I tell her or do I go along with it? And I think... I've learned and I'll go back to the other situation, but that other situation did 
help me even though it was scary to be like no you always have to say if it's a real friend that was a real friend you moment you defined it. our friendship in that moment you could have just let it go and been like i'm gonna tell her like all right i hope you're good and you have a good day and i'll talk to you later but like you defined our friendship and you were like no i'm gonna say this hard thing to you because i care about you too much and and i think i i really i always loved you but i definitely loved you different after that day it was huge thank you no thank you well you and i both do that for each other like if we disagree we don't hold back. Yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. there are slight times because yeah. it doesn't make sense to be Social like, no, norms. you're wrong. Guacamole is not the best dip. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm sure we actually would yeah, actually yeah, say yeah, that. That's yeah. fine. If you said a dip, I'd be like, no, that's not the best dip. But um. <laughs> anyway. But anyway. Anyway, your situation. I, I so my know. situation did not go that way. Whereas like, you know, for for at least a year, she was dating a maniac. And she she recognized when it ended that it, he was a maniac. I didn't have to break that to her. But when I tried to bring up her end of it like it was almost like oh my god can you believe I dated a maniac like as if it just fell in her lap and she had no role yes (laughs) (laughs) got it all right I wish I could give more details because like but I'd be such an asshole because I actually still deeply love her in a week like not even she just she would just be like I knew she was a shitty person and I'd be like well kind of am kind of am kind of not it's a paradox I almost said her name still figuring Um, it out but uh but no so like it, it was really hard and I eventually did say something to her and it was fucking difficult and she reacted so negatively like I remember I sent an email she didn't respond for a long time like but by the end like literally a month later when she did fully respond it was like you're wrong do you know what I mean? It would be like if I had said that to you and you're like no you're the one who's brainwashed right. you're the one you know she you just went, don't understand us it was like yeah. but it wasn't even she wasn't even with this guy anymore but she was just like you're the one with love addiction issues you're the one with this and look I do have love addiction issues and that's what sucked is like I had admitted that and she used it on me and I'm like yeah no shit I talk and about that's it. why I can see the situation that you're in because I understand that I would do the same exact shit I'm giving you the most loving and heartfelt advice because I could see my own pattern you're literally yes. just being a decent person so she responded so negatively and uh yeah so that was for me like a no deal though in a sense where I was like yo she wants me to be friends with her where she gets to like talk my ear off essentially and I loved her so she would listen to me and like she was great and is great but it was almost like no deal like if I don't get to be myself and speak my truth in this friendship I have no place in in this and I am a strong woman like obviously like I'm very fucking strong I have strong opinions but I also do have a huge fucking heart and I'm not ever saying these things to be mean I'm not saying I'm perfect sometimes I'm sure I react and it comes off mean but my intent is always to actually shed light on something and like it's people are free to disagree with me tina disagrees with me a decent amount although probably not too much <laughs> just because we're super similar but whenever we disagree i feel like we're pretty cool about being like man maybe that's not what's going on there yeah yeah so it's just like yeah so i know deal that friendship because i couldn't be myself and i had to hold back my feelings and this is not saying like if you're in a friendship where you're not feeling it i'm not telling you all to go and like yell at your friend like Definitely. you actually hate your life and you should quit you know your job like like there's still you have to be tactful in how you deliver and i definitely don't always deliver it the best i try um but it, it's about just saying no deal like this this no friendship deal you don't work. even have to really say anything like hey i think i just need a little bit of space and then not in a shitty way but then you just ghost out you get on with your life like yeah 
I also, I think that we might slightly disagree there, but I also feel like people don't always need a breakdown of what's going on. I think that you, you could just could, walk away. You could just walk away. Like, I often feel like it's totally acceptable if someone te- sends you a text message and you feel like really hurt or really violated or it's such a shitty text message with such a shitty pretext mm. that like pretense <laughs> that you can just be like, no, nah, I'm not fucking answering that ever and just moving on with your life. I think that's totally fine. I have problems there doing that, you know, and you've told me, you're like, yo, you do not need a text back. Like that person has done nothing to even earn that. Yeah, to warrant it, to deserve a yeah. text back. Um, I, but I think we just like to say what we want to say too. Yeah, totally. We want the last word. Yeah. to You and I are very expressive people and I love that. I think we're all meant to express and most of us hold back. And I think especially in spirituality, people mistake certain quotes for like, for example, unconditional love letting it go I think people mistake that for being like oh then I just have to put up with bullshit like let it go this person hurt me but I let it go and I keep talking to them oh unconditional love they can continue to act like an asshole and I still love them let me explain what unconditional love is unconditional love is you love a person you let them be who they are but if they are not treating you right or making you feel good or if you have to hold back around them you walk away it's unconditional love not an unconditional relationship which is what Jeff Brown says I don't want to take that as mine but it's like people don't understand the difference between letting go and like walking away you know and that's where I think yeah I think there's a difference there that people need to understand yeah that's so fair I think that unconditional love is just like this tricky concept that people throw at you like I thought you loved me unconditionally like it doesn't mean you get to just do whatever shitty thing I love you unconditionally as long as we're on the same fucking page if you're trying to hurt me or hurt yourself, I'll do the best to deal with that. But at some point, if it's too much for me, I can walk away from that. I yeah. can love you unconditionally from afar, too. A hundred percent. And I think I think there are so many people, though, that like stay in these relationships and just do this mantra. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. If you are holding back your pain, your rage, communication is everything communication and so many people are scared because we don't like conflict but like if you cannot communicate how you actually feel whether it's a friendship um a romantic relationship and even in your office your office is going to be different you know what I mean but like if you're having to swallow bullshit every single day you need to figure that shit out because it will literally give you some kind of fucking physical sickness it manifests and it'll fuck with your self-worth yeah that's the thing that everything always comes down to like saying no has to do with your own self-worth and the more you let people get away with shit the more your self-worth gets fucked with yeah so I think it's little bits of no deal if we can little tiny steps of no deal all right so so we did can we do a basic one like a basic ass one just because we have yeah please all right so Kate knows um that I am the maid of honor in two weddings this summer and I'm very happy to be those maid of honors I have no problem you saw the fear in my eyes Tina's good at it for me it's like literally I lost a friendship because I was only a bride (laughs) yeah so I want to talk about how we can deal and no deal as I don't know I don't know what the age range is for your listeners I know they're all over the place but once you get into a certain phase of your life all your friends just start fucking getting married, which is rad. But then you have to make the decision. And it's something I spoke with one of my friends over this weekend. I wanted how, to say or not rad. I just want yeah, to Or not rad or not rad. You know, I'm saying good for them if they're happy. Yes. What I mean by yeah. that is like, which is fucking rad if that's what they want to do. Um, but I think a lot of people have this like gut gross ugh, reaction to weddings. And me and one of my friends this weekend were talking about how 
um, weddings can sort of ruin friendships permanently. Like, you know, he was like, he didn't invite me or he invited me to his wedding and I didn't go. And then after that, he told me he was pissed I didn't go to his wedding and now we're not friends anymore. So the dealing and the no dealing of weddings. I would love your take on that. Yeah, I'm so happy you brought this up. Yeah, I would love your take on that because I feel like ours is a little bit different. Totally. No, it is. That's why. Okay, so Tina and I are about to disagree. So this is exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm such a teacher. Watch this. Guys. Watch this disagreement. It's going to go really smoothly. And this is how our friendship ends. And I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, air it. Girl, if our friendship ended live, you know I'd air that shit. Hell yeah. 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 Anyway. Any sponsors to listen while we end our friendship? That um, so dope. You know, we definitely d- disagree with, with wedding stuff. Well, first of all, I did have a friendship kind of end. I mean, obviously there were other issues um, because she asked me to be a bridesmaid. I said yes, but I already knew I was going to be quote unquote shitty <laughs> because I hate it. Like, and I, it's not that I didn't try. Do you know what I mean? I really did try. I swear to God. Do you know what I'm what talking about? Yeah, of course I know what you're talking okay. about. What did you? <laughs> I know who you're I talking about. I know when everything. you're talking yes. about. I was fucking there. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But what do you mean you tried? What is the aspect of it that you just can't fucking stand? There's so many. Okay. So this is what I mean by tried, which I know you're going to laugh at. <laughs> I showed up to the fucking shower. <laughs> showed up. Showed up. I hate shower whether it's a baby fucking shower i get social anxiety literally my insides are They're dying. boring but i get it like yeah. when i say showed up it's not like i like wasn't gonna show up but for me that was like a lot like that's something i avoid social interaction like i recently went to my friend amina's 30th birthday in washington dc of course i love her like a sister but it was a big deal for me right. like it was it was a lot of inner anxiety like oh my gosh you know, and I, I had fun. It's not that. But it's like even for me to just leave my home for a night gets very intense and scary. So when I say it's a lot, I get it. I'm dramatic. I feel a lot of things. But it is for real a big deal. So for, for you, me, yeah, it's like for you, you genuinely feel that. It's a, it's intense. Yeah. Being around large groups of people freaks me the fuck out. And I feel that way, too, which is this is where we're going to agree because I feel exactly the same way. Just we both get that house, social anxiety. And that's why we're out. such good friends. Is But where it differs is that you suck it up more in a way. I suck it up hard. And I, I've gotten to a place, not just with weddings, where I've said, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to, I'm still like, look, I went to Amina's and I quote unquote sucked it up. So I'm not saying never. <laughs> What'd you I, say? No, and you had fun, air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> you had fun. I did have fun, but at the same time, like I stayed up so much later than I, <laughs> I'm such a baby. I did. I had fun. I was around cool people. And yeah. like, but at the same time, like I was the nerd that wanted to be in bed by midnight. Like I'd had my That's night. not nerdy though. That's also just claiming your reality. Like I don't like to be out that late anymore either. Like if somebody asked me, you want to go out or you want to drink in the house? I'll be like, I want to drink in the fucking yes. house. I'm not trying to leave this house at all. I, I just, I'm laughing at my, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Kate queen. doesn't even drink. And she's like, yes, I want to drink yes. in the house. Well, no, like sweet. <laughs> Like when yeah, I, yeah. Uh, one time I smoked recent, like not recently, within the last year, I smoked weed at New York Comedy Club and I lost my mind. It was the worst. I, I literally don't smoke weed in public. snapped at someone. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that too. I'm nuts, you know? So I'm not supposed to be, whatever. If I drink in public, I start sobbing to the point where people are like, yeah, she, get I her out of here. I never know what's going to get, that's, I mean, because we're so similar, that's a weird thing about me and drinking. Either I'm going to have the best yes. time 
or I'm going to be crying. You don't know who you're going to get. And I don't know who you're going to get. And by the way, anyone who's listening, I am aware that Tina and I might be lesbian lovers who just don't like pussy. I just want everyone to yeah, know we're very don't aware. Like pussy at all. We're very aware of how similar we are. And yet, and I say this to her. I'm like, Tina, are we just lesbians who don't want to get in the puss? Yeah. And she kind of blows me off. But I'm no, like, I don't blow her off. <laughs> I think I'm not trying to focus on that thought right now. Yeah, I'm like puss. She's, she doesn't I, even like the word pussy. I don't like it. Anyway. Back to these weddings. Bridesmaids, yeah. Okay, so so me trying hard was I showed up to the shower. I gave it my all, though. Like, you know, I was being... Like, I got the fucking dress. I paid for it. Do you think I liked paying for this goddamn fucking dress I'm never going to fucking wear again? I don't have a lot of money. Spending... No. When I got married, yes. Was it the saddest wedding of all time? Yes. Did they miss... They literally... It was a vegan wedding and they spelled it V-E-G-G-A-N. So beautiful. Why are you even putting vegan on the fuck... Why did you even spell it? Is it really vegan? You didn't even spell it right. I don't even... Yeah. I just... Whatever. It was the worst... It was so sad. But but that, but when I had my wedding, I told the girls, yo, wear black. Whatever you have in your closet or get something you want. I... You know what I mean? I... I did not ask a lot of my bridesmaids. Because you wouldn't want people to ask a lot of you. Yes. But. I hear you. But. So the other side of that coin is. Anyway, I, wait, wait, real quick with Corinne. Okay. That's about all I did. <laughs> oh, no. I said You said name. her name. That's why I just pointed at you like, you fucking idiot. But I love, first of all, we're cool now. I yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. that too. Like, and we've talked about this and we laughed about it where I was like, yo. You chose the worst person. That actually sh- shows how little she knows you. Because if I ever got married, <laughs> I don't even know if I'd ask. I bet you you would do it anyway. I would be a bridesmaid. Yeah. I would. And I'd do it happily. And I'd fu- and I'd want, look, uh, do I want to come with you and ch- see you in your like hot I- fucking ass? <laughs> In your wedding dress, dress, I'm yeah. gonna be rapping to you while you try on. Do you know what I mean? I'll be like, "Yeah, oh girl, my god, that's gonna yeah, be that so lace, hype. that lace." You know what I mean? Like, I legit want to do as much as I can. Do you know what I mean? And when you get married, I'll just be crying because that's all I do. Like every time you come out in a dress, I'll cry. You can ask Aww. both of my brides. The second they come out, I'm like, <laughs> "You look really." And pretty. then I start crying. <laughs> we just start hugging. You can ask them. Like, she is a fucking loser. That girl thinks. She's no, you're so- the cutest. I cry every time I see them. But my what I'm saying on the other side of that is that. Some part of me feels like I love them so much that even though this isn't my thing and it takes a lot of my energy and it like sucks me dry in this weird way that <laughs> like just sounded so bad. it's so sad. No, it is. Yeah. But then I realize when I You're get like, there, even though it's going to take my life 10 years earlier than it. Yeah, should. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it means so much to them totally. and it really does mean so much to them. And I want them to have because I love them so much. I want them to have the best possible experience around their wedding. And because I'm the maid of honor in both of them. I mean, I've gone so OD. I'm sure you know about it. Like, I didn't just, I'm not just their maid of honor. I've made like concept boards for their wedding that they bring to their florist, that they bring to their DJ. Like well, Tina's I, literally, the, I'm not just saying this. She is a mastermind genius. Of course, they want you as their maid of honor, not just, I mean, yeah, you are yeah. the best friend. There's and, a serious perk. But there's though. also like an insane perk of like, oh, and I just got a free wedding planner. Yeah, you got a free wedding planner. Absolutely. So I've been doing that and it takes so much out of me. But there is this part of me that is okay with it. So I think that's the other side of that. Yeah. That like I want them to be as happy as possible. And if it takes a bunch of sacrifice on my but I think that's probably something I should work on too though. Like you shouldn't sacrifice so much just to make other people happy. 
but I really want to. It's a weird feeling because I really want to do it. I yeah. really want them to be happy, so I'm happy to do it. Because the second anyone hears that I'm the maid of honor in two weddings, they're like, that is fucking awful. Yeah. And I'm like, nah. I mean, it's not great, but I love them both so much and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I mean that yeah. genuinely. Yeah, no, and I don't think there's like a right or wrong. Sorry, I just burped. A right or wrong <laughs> way. No, I don't either. Do you know what I mean? Like, like my way works for me. And if I was doing what you were doing, I would literally, I'm not just saying this to be dramatic. I'd probably fall into a deep depression. Like I would be so unhappy that like I would take the bride down accidentally. Right. Do you know what I mean? And that doesn't help anyone. Whereas like you. But that's making- the question. Like what makes you so unhappy about that? <sighs> so much. Is like, first of all, I don't. Even without a side of outside of a wedding, I don't like planning events like that. Like clearly, I'm doing my own dance party, right? But that's like you've seen how I planned it. It's literally like DJ dance. You know what I mean? It's place DJ dance. There, he was like my DJ DJ Ouija, who's amazing. He was like, "When are you gonna rap?" He said that in the beginning. I was like, "I don't know." When I feel like it, like right, right, I just right. kind of like I'm, the, the massive amounts of planning gives you anxiety. And it's so funny because it's one of my biggest issues is like learning how to not be obsessive and not plan. And it's almost like if I enter that space, I get so neurotic that it takes over my life. Because you are like that. You are such a hyper planner in other ways. Like when when we hang out, you want to know like what time you want to know like what if like, yeah, like that's so interesting. I didn't think of it like that, that if you did go into that, because remember after your dance party, I'd be psychotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I am psychotic is the thing. I like have their weddings planned down to a T. It would, but you're able to still almost function like. No, yeah, I am able to function. I would be like literally I would sputter out and, but but the funny thing is with the time thing you're saying that's changed even so much in the last two, three years that I've been in my spiritual school. Cause it's the tightness. It's You're like, just like laid back. I'm changing so much. Whereas like, like, okay, today and tomorrow, like I just asked you to do my podcast today. Yep. In the past, this would have been planned two weeks in advance. Definitely. And now I'm kind of like, Oh, it'll work out. Like Wednesday came. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be doing, but I was like, Oh, I think I should podcast Tina. You know what I mean? Like right. I've, so I've gotten so much better, even like with our Monday, uh, play date that we did, it was semi-planned, but you didn't really let me know till the day before if it was definite. And that was fine. Yeah. Like we're in the past that would have made me melt down. So I'm definitely working You're on working that on thing. It. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I also have a weird thing about weddings, probably because I had the shittiest one ever. Definitely. I never even thought about that. I never put that together. It brings a lot up for me and it's hard. So it's not that I don't feel happiness for the people, you know, but it's, you know, ever since I was little, literally, if you look in my high school yearbook, Tina, you would die. It's like, I go, Mary is in all caps, like scary. Like, what do you want to do? I'm like, da, 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 Mary. And then I had this wedding that was far from my dream wedding. Of course. To the point where my dad was so worried if I was going to be okay. Right. He tried to talk you out of it, right? Didn't he say like you could not go through with it if you wanted to? Everyone tried yeah, to talk yeah, me yeah. out of I'm, it. Yeah, I remember you And that. They, they knew I wasn't happy. And it's not to shit talk my ex. It's not. You know what I mean? No, it was about you. It was about me. Separate from your ex. It's yeah. totally fine. And I was six months pregnant and everyone was just worried about me. It just wasn't ideal at all. And you had to go through the motions and I can't even imagine. I canceled the wedding about a month before. Canceled it. 100% canceled it. Then put it re-back on a week later. But my dad and stepmom would no longer pay because they were too concerned. Saved the money for my divorce fund. Wow. 
And of course, now my ex-husband at the time was going to be my husband was pissed. He's like, wait, so your family's no longer going to pay. So they're just making a statement that they don't believe in us. So now he's pissed at my family. Do you know what I mean? Like, so now yeah, it was just shitty all around. We put on a whole new wedding for $5,000 that I had to find the money to pay for. Actually, you know what? Jason's mom helped too a bit, but it was like the cheapest wedding. It was the energy of the whole thing was so sad and you know, it still breaks my heart because I'm still like, I do want to get remarried one day. And I'm like, you get remarried and I'll fucking kill it. All right. I love you, Tina. I got, I, <laughs> I got don't this do girl. That to you. I got, no, well, you're not doing anything to me. I seriously enjoy it. But anyway, I want to, I don't know how long we've got. I just want to say, can we tell girls whether or not like, oh my God, we have time. So, oh, you do have yeah, time. Yeah, but go on. Um, all right. I got to be out of here in like 20 minutes. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. So I think what we're getting at is that it is totally cool. To no deal being a bridesmaid if that is not your fucking thing, though. Like, I think that there is so much pressure and it is better, 100% better to fucking no deal a bride than to be a shitty bridesmaid. Because I think they can feel that. You know what I mean? They yeah. can feel that you're not excited. They can feel that you're not pulling your weight. They can feel that you are just showing up to shit. And I think that you are way better on, better off saying, like, I love you and I want you to have a great day. But I think that it would be better if I did not do it with you. Yeah. So just like you can no deal brides if that's not your fucking thing. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Intense. Because when you do get married, and I know you're going to. Um, Maybe. <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, I would, I'm not inviting myself to be a bridesmaid. But you know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I would love to be your bridesmaid. I would also be so honest with you the whole time. Right. Like I'd be like telling you what's giving me anxiety. But not in a way that would like take you down. Like I would be like, yo, totally want to do as much as I can. But also not to the point where like you're picking up on my weird. Do you know what I mean? Because then right, it- but that almost makes me feel like maybe at no <laughs> point should you be telling a bride what you, you know, their lives are fucking crazy right yeah. now. So like, so how would you do it? I don't think you tell a bride like, hey, I'm psyched to be your bridesmaid, but I'm already going to make my list of demands of how I want to. But be I don't your mean demands. I mean like this is what I mean, and I think it's good that we talk about it. So even uh, do you know what I mean? Seriously, I think that this is like important. Um, and this should go to things other than weddings, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so suppose you're getting married and I do think I could be a bridesmaid. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I want to because you're my best friend in the entire world. But I'm nervous because I don't want to let you down. But I also don't want to say yes to shit. That's also fucking me up. Right. How which, would no, you, which any good friend wouldn't want you to do anyway. Totally. So how would I... Like, I'm, I'm even I genuinely think that you asking. Just, you just lay the map out like... You're going to be my bridesmaid. That means that you're going to have to help with the shower. You are going to have to help plan that thing. Somebody will probably take the reins. I'm going to guess out in the world right now, if I got married, Megan would take the reins of that wedding. Megan would take the reins of the wedding and she's going to need help doing X, Y, Z. There's usually a gift for the shower. You would have to contribute to that. You're going to have to get a dress. You're probably going to come want to want to come to when I try my dress on. And then there will be some sort of bachelorette party. Bachelorette parties are fucking another level of annoying on top of weddings that are totally different subject. I don't even know if I would have one because the commitment that you make to someone's bachelorette is like do it. I mean, I about mine. I did a sick one for Megan's, but like, I don't even think that I would do that. But anyway, no, I don't know about your bachelorette. But hold on, let me finish. Yeah, yeah, you finish. So then you would have to be there. You'd have to get your hair and you don't have to, but you, this is the list. I would lay out what's probably going to happen. You're probably going to get your hair and makeup done. And I'm if, literally already having a panic that's attack. That's what I'm saying. And if, and if you don't want to do this shit, 
that's totally cool. Just don't be my bridesmaid, but show up to my wedding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's See, what that's, I'm, already, I'm already having such a hard time because I'm like, oh, that sounds like I would be a shitty bridesmaid because I'd be like even helping to plan a shower. You said that and I'm literally like, I don't even know what that means. Right. Somebody would help out like somebody like Megan, Alex, Christy, the ones who have already been married and have had all those experiences. They would probably take the reins because they know what they're doing. Um, but I think that's what you do. I think you lay it out to someone who's on the fence. And I've had my sister and her best friend, Daniela, definitely just no deal brides. Like, really? Yeah. It would suck to no deal you, though. Do you know what I mean? Because I love you more than yeah, like. But, but it would still might be for the best if you're happier, if you're yeah. enjoying my wedding. If I would never want you to feel like disdain towards me because you feel like you have to do something you don't want to do when I'm getting married. Holy fuck. I can't believe this happened on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, don't worry, guys. I don't even have a boyfriend, so okay? It's in the yeah. fucking clear. I'm going to be the husband. That's what yeah. she don't know. That's what she don't know. It, all right. All right. So we got weddings. You were going to say something, though. Fuck. And no, I, I was going to tell you real quick. I don't I don't like to share too much of my uh, ex-marriage oh, thing yeah. because I try to always respect, for real, his... Because he has his own perspective and i know and from his perspective i was often a huge bitch you know what i mean that's so, so like, fair and mature yeah so like i don't i don't want to put this out there like this is how it was because in his mind i know he felt a lot of anger and resentment so but i can uh, so i'll say this as fairly as i can for our bachelor <gasps> we yes <laughs> we had a co-ed I made us have a co-ed bachelor bachelorette party. Now, that's a good idea if it's a group decision, meaning the two of you. When it's forced, it's not good. So I literally forced him to have a co-ed because I was too nervous to allow him to go off and do it on his own because I didn't ultimately trust him. And that's already the problem, right? Red flag. Yeah. (laughs) Don't trust him. Shouldn't be getting married, but I was already pregnant. Um, So we end up having this co-ed bachelor bachelorette party. And it was just like... At first, it kind of started fun. Like, we had, like, porn playing for everyone, like, to be funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, we were all going to go, all of us, like, the husbands and the wives, the boy, like, to a strip club. Now, I'm six months pregnant. Already, it's like, what the fuck's going on? And, and the overall thing was I was trying to control. So, that's why he was already pissed. And he, <laughs> I hate sharing this stuff. He goes, Kate, get in here and put the food away. And anyone who knows me, that is not a way to That's talk. That's a no deal. That's a no deal. So I walk in and everyone's already like kind of holding their breath. And I walk in. I was like, you put the fucking food away. And everyone's like, <gasps> like you could hear the like air. Everyone's turning their head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, you put the fucking food away. And I was like, you put the fucking food away. Now I put the food away, but I did it really angrily. Like I shoving fl- shit. Yes, yeah. I shoved it in there. Like, and that's when it was on. Like the fight was on. He was he was already pissed that I could try to control the whole thing. You know what I mean? And he felt emasculated and blah, blah, blah. So he's pissed. and I kind of go up to him and I'm just like, what's going on? Blah, blah. And he was like pissed. He's like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. You forced this whole thing. You controlled it like blah, 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 blah. And he was like cold in a way that I'd never experienced him before. And I started having like one of those major stomach aches. You know, when you start fighting and like you're totally shut out of that person's soul. Like I started having a severe panic attack and stomach ache. And I like went to the bathroom, literally probably like having diarrhea. Like I was like, and you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? Like, first of all, I got, I got pregnant only knowing him four months. So this was a moment where I was like, I had seen a side that I hadn't even seen yet. And I'm pregnant. I was like, what? Like, it was like, it was really scary. And then he like knocked on the door, still in the bathroom. He's like, are you coming with us or not? 
And I was like, I wish I was there. I know. I really do. Like you're telling me this story and I'm like, man, I fucking wish I was there. It was way darker than I'm even telling it. Oh, I'm I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell. I can imagine. I Just because. This was the night I caught off the wedding. Yeah. I know several of these parties as well. I can imagine that it was really gnarly. It was really, it was really bad. And um, I was like, I can't, I literally, I think I came out of the bathroom and looked at him and like almost like pleading with my eyes, like. I can't go like like I was like I'm not in good shit like I was because I knew he was gonna ignore me the whole time while strippers boobs were in his face and I was like what a fucking awful setup I was like I literally I was like I'm a wreck like I was like I can't like I can't like I literally feel like I'm about to throw up like my world's crashing down and he was like fine and he left he went he went and and there's more to the story that I'm not going to share for privacy sake but it got you know, I kept calling and there were some ugly conversations. And then I ended up calling my, oh, that was, oh my God, that's Shane's podcast. It was <laughs> like, you're done. Um, but yeah, time's up. But, but um, anyway, uh, I ended up calling my brother. My brother was like, why don't you come over and stay with me for the night at least until things are calmed down. And then the next day I called off the wedding and dark yeah for everyone who thinks i'm only positive oh, but yeah. you know what i came through it so there is the yeah, positivity you did. you did come through it guys like a lifetime ago yeah that I was i met you right when you were getting divorced yes i met you when you still had your married name and i had to get used to your maiden name which is a crazy crazy thought now you knew me as kate sudia yeah 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 what we didn't get into which is really funny because it's where we were going and i don't even think we're gonna have time but it's fine is that you can fucking no deal this shit out of relationship stuff like, we totally missed that, and it's cool because we're out of time, yeah. but, like... What time is it? Oh, well, you have to go, is that why? I have to go, yeah. Do like, you have a couple more? Yeah, I got 10 more minutes. Okay, good. Because, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, let's talk about the relationship no deals, because that's... no deals. Tina and I have really struggled with knowing our worth in romantic relationships, and... Um, We've come a long, long way. A long way. Of just being like, wait, I'm, like... We used to sit there and overanalyze text together, but now it's become this bigger thing where you're like, yo, just fucking say no. Just say no. You're being a piece of shit. I do not want to talk to you. Bye. Instead of being like, what should I say? Yeah. It's a whole new setup. And I think that like when you get here, nobody like we were saying, nobody can fuck with you anymore. Because as long as you are like aware of your worth, you can no deal someone be like, I don't even know. Like what's this? What's a text message set up that we would no deal? <laughs> I I always try to give non-specific and it always ends up being exactly yeah, what I mean, just happened. Yeah, I mean, you do that. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just I don't want to get um Okay. <laughs> just I'm going to just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Um, so I've been wanting to have a talk with a person to air out certain things. I I can't I can't even I try to think of something that's not specific Tina so did I but I can't I can't me neither I don't work that way um so I've been wanting to have a talk to air out some pain and anger I have around some stuff and the person has been saying he's not up for that for various reasons that are possibly legit you know they are legit I'm not the you know what I mean I'm not it's not up to me what's legit what's not legit yes so he has not been able to do that which is fine that's fine um, but then I got a text saying like, okay, I'm available to talk. And then when I said, when <laughs> suddenly wasn't available, which is fine. And the, and once again, another legit reason as to why, but it wasn't okay with me because I felt like I was getting, um, yo-yoed, you know what I mean? And it was hard for me because you a just part nailed of me, it though, which was fine, but it wasn't okay for me. Yes. That's, and that's the point. That's the fucking point. Yeah. 
And I think it's hard to get there because this person is legit allowed to also not want to have that conversation. Yeah. And in the past, I'd want to force it. Whether and, and the way I'd try to force it in the past is by playing smaller, by not having said anything and, and knowing, oh, it'll happen if I just shut my mouth. If I just shut up. Everything will come if I'm quiet like he wants me to be quiet. Yes. And fuck that. And that's the part of work. I've done the work to be like, whoa, 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 no. And it doesn't do him any good either because then he's entering that talk where I'm holding back a lot of shit and then it comes out. Better for him to know where I'm at, including my anger, and then he can actually decide if he wants to have that talk with me or not. But in the past, I wouldn't have said no deal to that. I would have shut up just to try to get that connection. And I, you know, and and it quote unquote, ended nicely like there wasn't any like fight or you know it was like okay well it was I, just two people stating what they're at and yes. where they're at and what they're willing to deal with and he wasn't willing to deal with what you wanted to do and you didn't want to deal with what he wanted to do and that's fine so we both no dealed each other yeah it wasn't even just a no deal on my end it was like okay well that's what you need and that's fair this is what I need and that's fair and right now we're not able to meet on that bridge and who knows what can shift or change but like right now on both ends it's a no deal and that's fair like that's just fair but back in the day like we said we would have been like no I'm cool with talking the way he wants to talk or no I'm cool leaving it open-ended if he wants to talk in three weeks he can hit me up like no you didn't want to live with that anxiety this time you don't want to walk around thinking shit is he gonna text me today is he not gonna text me today and I think that's what it is when you can remove that anxiety and like become aware of your self-worth and be like I don't need to deal with this anxiety I can just say I don't want to fucking talk to you then If you're going to leave this open for a month, then just don't fucking talk to me at all. It's easier that way. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, and that was the interesting thing because I went to Tina's house Monday and I was having the anxiety and I literally, right, I I had an angel card come up that said, be assertive and I live by my angel cards and, but because I knew it was right. And I was like, I don't have to live in this anxious state, like not, and I don't think this person was trying to get me there. But I was like, I don't have to do this. Like, I can make decisions for me that allow my life to be as smooth as possible. Um, And maybe we still will talk in the future. Like, genuinely, that might happen. And I would probably still enjoy that. Maybe. Who knows? But I'm not going to have it in a way where I have to beat myself up. Yeah. And you said be assertive. Be assertive does not mean being mean. Yes. That was what we kept saying to ourselves. I'm not being mean. I'm being assertive. I'm just recognizing the fact that I have self-worth, which is the fucking hardest thing to do on the planet. Yeah. The hardest thing. Because you're like, oh, my God, am I being mean by saying no, I don't want to talk to you when you want to talk to me? Like, no, it's just that's just what you want to do. I don't want to talk to you in some weird headspace that exists in fucking month from now. I'm so over that. This isn't about dudes versus girls, by the way. I fall into that sometimes, you know, but I do think there are some people who have gotten used to having their way in a certain capacity and don't like being told, oh, it's not going to go that way, myself included. And I saw on both ends of me and this person how we were both used to getting our way in different ways and how we both in a healthy way, I think, stood up for what we needed. Like this person didn't want to force a talk and do it when it didn't feel right to them. And that's fair. And I wasn't able to do it their way, which is fair. And I think a lot of this is like not necessarily getting your way, but also not caving in when it doesn't feel right. And once again, if if you have to hold back to be in any kind of friendship or relationship, whatever, 
you got to start looking at that because we're not meant to live life where we are constantly holding back who we are. It's fucked up. Yeah. And if you have feelings for someone, I want to talk about that too. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of us have. <laughs> I hate that one. I know. <laughs> I just got like, ew. I didn't mean it. <laughs> but I, I think this is important too. If you have feelings. I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if you have feelings for someone that you're even just friends with, like that's another thing where like you you can't hold that back either. Like you don't want to lose that person. So you're like, well, fuck, like they're one of my closest friends and we have so much invested in each other, but it's becoming really painful to just be friends with them. Like that is such a thick topic that could that could have its own thing. Like, what do you do when one of your friends has feelings for you? What do you do when you have friends feelings for one of your friends? Are you going to ruin your friendship? All that shit. That's like it's totally. But I'm getting to a place where you might not agree. You just got to say it because it's no, there. No, no, anyway. I do agree. I yeah. do agree. I totally agree that you have to say that and you have to acknowledge it. The worst thing that you can do is ignore it because then it turns into this big, ugly thing. And then you're not friends anymore. But and you've been there in the past. Yeah, I will yeah, not yeah. bring up names or details no, where yeah, I've been it there. burst, it exploded. And now this was years in the making. But like that's what happens when you hold, you become a ticking time bomb or the other person does. <laughs> right. What do you mean? Like no, the no, other, no, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I meant. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I meant. The person yeah. holding back the feelings yeah. because the person who, who doesn't really have the feelings, you're chilling, you're fine, <laughs> you're chilling, you don't give a shit, and then but like, it'll affect you in the long run anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna bite you in the ass, and when then you, you find lose out. a friend, and then you're so heartbroken because, but then you're always lying to yourself a little bit because it's not a real friendship if somebody is in love with you. And I think that as soon as you acknowledge that, the better that you're doing for yourself and for your friendship and for your friend. If they're your real fucking friend, you shouldn't be that shitty to them. But we like to pretend, right? Like when we know a friend's in love with us, and it might even go to our self-worth. We're like, but they're not really in love in love with me. Like they have a crush, you know, or okay, maybe we hooked up a couple times or we had sex or, but like you, you go, oh, but it's not that serious, but you, you're almost convincing yourself of that so you can continue that thing absolutely and the truth is is like that's why the communication the honesty on both ends needs to come in and you have to be willing to kind of give up because we also like being adored yeah everyone does everyone wants to be wanted but I think that it also feels really dirty and yucky when it's coming from your friend and you're not honoring them I think it feels gross it's sad it becomes sad because that person's feeling rejected at the end of the day especially if you love them too because then you're aware that their reality is a little shitty because of you yeah even though they might pretend that like oh but you're bringing me so much light and inspiration it's like yeah but if you're having these strong feelings that aren't being reciprocated like and you're stuffing them down awful yeah so many i've been there and i had to walk away that you know i won't mention this name again oh my god i'm gonna mouth it to you though real quick but like yeah you're like bitch i know but like in that situation like we were such so i had a situation where i was such good friends with a person um and i wanted to be with them and it wasn't being reciprocated and I walked the fuck away. It was hard and it took time. Like I walked away and then there was coming back and go, but like, yeah, at the, I know you got to go tea. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, yo, this hurts too. Oh my God. It was like, cause we kind of worked together a bit too. Yeah. And like, we would do these things. We'd be on like the same comedy show and like one hand it would be so fun it always fucking felt like I was being stabbed. In I was the just going to say that you had anxiety all the all time, the time. And I was analyzing it and comparing myself to the other people that were in his life. And like, it just, it was a dark thing that I'm not proud of either. But um, at the same time, what can you do? You can't fucking beat yourself up over your past. But it was definitely, 
I'm so happy. I, I will never put myself in situations no, yeah. like that again. If if I have feelings for someone and they're not reciprocated, totally fine. But I want away from that situation. I'm not trying to punish or torture myself anymore just to prove something. It's another no deal. Even if you're the one with the feelings, just because you're not getting what you want, it's still fucking no deal because you're the one suffering all that anxiety. Yeah. All right, Mama. I know all we right. got to wrap up. Yes. Um, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tina.Constas, K-O-N-S-T-A-S. Amazing. Please check her stuff out. And for me, go to my website, thekatewolf.com. I have a blog on there. I write at least once a week. Um, if you want a tarot reading um, or any other kind of interesting healing stuff, uh, hit me up, kwolf2fs27 at gmail.com and hopefully break free. Um, I might have to find another place. Hopefully not. But um, hopefully that will be uh, every month. And I'd love for you guys to come. Yeah, come. It was rad. It was so much fun. Tina came and I she's did. one of the best dancers in the world. Thank you. So. I get shy, though. I know. But I feel like next time I'll get a little weirder. We'll get a little You're little, using yeah. me in. All yeah. Right, thanks. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.